Join Ian Garnick as we uncover the hidden marketing stories that shape our world. Reveal the latest marketing tactics that will shape your future and the amazing people that grow organizations, movements, and businesses. Learn to grow your business and shape the world around you. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show with Ian Garlic. And yes, it's Ian, not Ian. That's marketing too. Welcome back to the Garlic Marketing Show. Ian Garlic here. And today we are going to talk with my good friend, Darren Fox from Idea Marketing, about what's, you know, ways to use your website in 2022 and beyond beyond just a brochure because I think a lot of people aren't using their websites to the fullest capability in the right way and to do all the cool things that you can. And we'll talk a little bit at the beginning about what you absolutely should do, number one, and then standards and what you shouldn't do and then some cool ways to do it, including helping you to hire, helping you educate, inspire your clients, what manufacturers can do, CPG brands can do. But before we get started, uh, Darren, thank you for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me. And Darren, tell me a little bit about how, like, let's do a quick story about how you got into web design and marketing. Oh man. Okay. I'll do a, it'll be somewhat short, a little bit long, but just to nerd out a little bit. Um, I really got into web design because of a computer game. So that's really how it all came to be. Cause originally I was in school to be an architect and that's what I wanted to do for a living. So I took all these woodworking classes, um, drafting classes and everything. And then I started to take a graphic design class and it really like piqued my interest because I was able to do more creative things because I felt like, you know, within the drafting and the classes I was doing, I was like a lot of rules that you had to follow. You weren't able to really like express yourself. So I started dabbling in graphic design and then I was playing this computer game called Agent Empires and I played with people all over the world and was on a team and they're like, hey, um, we need a website for our team. So I was like, well, I'll mess with it. I've been doing all these design things. I want to you know, see if I can do that. So I just started learning how to do HTML. Um, kind of taught myself. And then by the time um, I was a junior in high school, I actually did a little freelance business. It was called a Fox Creation. And I was actually building websites for businesses locally. So yeah, it was, it was kind of cool. That's how I originally got my start into it. Um, because, you know, at the time, colleges weren't even really offering web design as a program because it was so new. So I did end up getting a degree in graphic design and then I um, ended up getting an additional degree in web design when it started coming out a little bit later. Nice. And, you know, fast forward, you've, you've worked with a lot of big brands, you've worked with a lot of companies. Tell us a little bit about some of your successes, what, some of the, the people you've worked with and some of the ways that you've helped their website grow their business. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, shout out to our first client who's still a client today. So after 12 years, uh, the Phil Stefani Signature Restaurant Group, um, you know, it's a restaurant group out here in Chicago. They're the ones that took a chance on me when I went off on my own and decided to, you know, leave the agency I was at previously and, you know, start on my own. Um, so, you know, they were a big one to help out. And from there, we started to do a lot of work in food and beverage. So as soon as we, you know, 
or I should say I hadn't had anybody with me at that time. Uh, I was you know, building websites for like Rosebud Restaurant Group, um, Bridgeford Foods. Um, it's awesome. And then, you know, a few years ago, we picked up Carmex Lip Balm. So they're a client that we work with. And, you know, just recently we started working with Eagle Family Food Brand, which is another, you know, fun project to work on. I always find web design interesting because it, everyone comes at it different when they come to a developer and designer. They want web websites to do a lot of stuff that I think they shouldn't do. And then they don't think about the things that they should do. And it's always this mm-hmm. weird conversation. But when it comes to like like these bigger brands, you know, what are the standard things that you feel should be happening for like a big brand like say Carmex or you know a manufacturer? What are those things that should be absolutely be on the homepage? User behavior has really changed over the years, and the way people are coming and interacting with websites, um, you know, page is, isn't really a thing anymore. Uh, thanks to brands like Amazon, like everybody wants something and they want it right away. Um, so when it comes to like home pages, it's really about understanding the intent of the user. Uh, like what are they really coming to look at to do? Um, so a lot of times it's like quick product information. They just want to get in there and get it right away. So a lot of times when you're looking at the home pages, it's all about speed and clarity too. So you want to minimize the amount of things that you're putting out there. You don't want a long scrolling homepage, um, but you want to give them enough to serve the value of what they're coming for. Cause you know, especially a homepage, you don't don't always know what they're coming in for exactly until they start that journey through the site. Um, and then over time, as you collect that data, it's always important to go back and redefine, you know, the homepage, tweak the layouts and all that too. So for, you know, some of the bigger brands, a lot of the things that we've seen, especially with the way that people are shopping today, is they really want to know the business at a deeper level. Um, it's not just like coming on, here's a brochure of our products, here's our offerings. They actually want to know about the company. They want to know the values they want to know the culture so that's something that's kind of unique to you know not a lot of big brands do that it's typically here's an about page this is when we started and this is it so something else that we've started to see that's really cool too is making like interactive timelines or milestones it's like here's the things that have happened at our company um, here's what we're proud of here's the people behind the brand that are making things possible so those are like some of the the things that you know we're seeing brands start to open up more about they really realize, you know, it's probably also influenced from social media that it's like, oh, this is, you know, what the brand stands for and this is how they operate. What do you think are the biggest mistakes that people are making on their homepage? A lot of times it's the people that are creating the content for the website that are too close to it. They're not taking a step back and looking at it from the shoes of their consumers, which I think is a huge mistake. And we see that a lot in you know technical industries too, especially manufacturing that has like a lot of engineers. Engineers have a different way of thinking than the rest of the world. You know, they're very analytical, they're very intelligent, then they like data. So that's not the kind of stuff that the you know typical user that comes to the website wants to see. So, you know, those are some of the things to look at too. That's a great point because I think too often we let the technicians be the marketers. I think Google suffered from that a lot by letting the technicians design all their products. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I think that's the biggest one. And then just too much information. Like they try to put too much out there. And then if you're using any type of data tracking or analytics, you can go in there and look and you can see that you might have like 
this large 60 to 90 page website, but really there's only like five or six pages that people go to most often. So it's like sometimes just take away all that extra information because it's um, creating an issue with the users of like, well, where do I go? What do I click on? You know, what's the next step? And so as soon as you start to create that hesitation in the, you know, the viewer's mind, they tend to just leave the website. You know, when we talk about the next stage of their website journey, what are some of the places that you see people going now and what are places you see them not going? Yeah. Um, so I always bring this up with everybody and this is me connecting it back of like getting people onto the website, you know, describing the about because the about is the most visited page on a website besides the homepage. Um, that's still, and that's been the case for more than 10 years. You know, everybody's going in there to see who the company is and what they're doing. Um, so that's a big one. And then the other thing is not just showing what the product is. I think that's a huge mistake that a lot of like CPG brands and everything do. They, they really just say, here's our product and here's what it does and here's the features. Instead, like use it as an opportunity to inspire and give um, ideas of like what you can do with the product. Like what does the product actually make possible? Um, so I think that's like a huge area of opportunity too. I love it. I mean, that's, it comes back to like case stories, right? It's like, what is, what's the result of, you know, not just how it's being used, but what's the result of it? I mean, and Steve Jobs obviously was the expert in it, you know, with, you know, what it was, you know, 5,000 songs in your pocket. Now it's like hundreds, millions of songs in your pocket, but back then it was <laughs> 5,000 songs in your pocket. And I think that's a very, very good point because everyone goes so deep on the technicals on their website, but it's not about that. It's about that experience. And can you give an example of someone that has, like maybe you've done it really well, like, I mean, well, CarMax or anyone like that? A lot of those examples too, I think it also ties back into video too. So the companies, because I think videos, you know, a great way to really showcase those stories. So when you look at some of these manufacturers that have, you know, a behind the scenes look, um, like there's one of our clients, um, BW Manufacturing, and they have this great video that's about them to where it's going through, it's showing the facility, you get to see the people that are actually making the products. And not just that, they take it a step further and they also include some of the customers and the customers kind of share their stories too. So now you're getting this whole picture in just like a one to two minute video. And now you've got a clear idea of what this company is, what they stand for and the things that they make possible. Love it. And you know, I mean, I, and, uh, you know, obviously I didn't pay you to say that. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> no, you did not. <laughs> um, no, but it's, it's true because we want to buy, it comes out to we want to buy from someone, right? We want to buy from people. And now after post pandemic, we're even more disconnected and we want to connect more and more to those brands. And I, I love that example of, you know, of showing the people making it, the customers, because it becomes this whole ecosystem that you buy into. We talked about a little bit about educating. What are some of the ways that, you know, how do you intertwine education and inspiration on a website and make sure it's used? Yeah, I mean, you know, a quick one would be for a food and beverage company that has a product is to introduce recipes. It shows, you know, a few different things. It shows, you know, what you can do with the product. They can highlight family values, tie it back to you. It could even be employee favorites. Like this is, you know, that's an idea from the back in the days of like Blockbuster where it's like, oh, here's the employee's picks of like the best movies to check out and everything. It's like just bringing that back in there and getting all the team to embrace it, which is, I think is really cool too. So 
that's like one way that you can, you know, build some of the inspiration while providing educational materials too. Another one is too, is just FAQ pages. Like they're kind of old, they're still widely used today. And there's different ways that you can use them too. So like I've even seen frequently asked questions like end up in the blog to where you can have that be you know, your question and then you have all the supporting information that will go behind it. So that way, you know, somebody's not just getting the quick answer. Here's all the details, maybe even like a walkthrough of like, this is what happens, this is what's needed. And we see that a lot actually on the industrial construction side, you know, they're, they're spending a lot of times using their website to provide resources for anybody that's using their products. So there's training videos. It's like, this is the way that you can apply the application, you know, the different steps that are needed. So there's a lot more depth that you can get into. And then the nice thing with doing that, that a lot of people, you know, tend to overlook is now that becomes a very relevant page for search engines like Google. Not only did you just create some material that's going to help some you know, your customer out, you're also probably going to gain new customers that are searching for help with that same problem. I love it because it ties back to the idea that you know SEO is about user experience. Everyone wants the link building hacked. They want the the you know the content hack. They want all the hacks to get number one. But really, when you think like you said at the top of it, you think about that user, you think about the experience, and you make it amazing. Google's going to reward you. I mean, it's it's as simple as that. And so, speaking of manufacturers, you know, because they, I've seen manufacturing websites, and most of them are horrible. Uh, how can manufacturers, like people that are in like, you know, old school design mindsets, bring their websites into the future and then also use them not only to grow their business, but inspire and use them in different ways. Um, so yeah, a little loaded, but I'll, I'll cover the key ones. <laughs> so it is hard because they're kind of stuck in the mentality that the marketing is all done through conferences and trade shows and don't fully see digital as being a tool that can really aid their business. So a lot of them are still going through traditional channels of like distributors and everything, but a lot of that is still under lock and key. They don't like to reveal who their distributors are or what they're doing, but some of the newer manufacturers that are growing today have realized that they see growth by embracing that and highlighting the people that are actually selling their products. So they do things like distributor locator maps where you can plug in a zip code and find you know, the nearest distributor to you or use it as a way to say, here's the different distribution that we do. If you fit this profile, we'd love to set up a conversation to see how you could become a distributor. So that's like another huge missed opportunity that you almost never see on manufacturing websites. Another big one that's you know critical, not just for manufacturing, but for all businesses, is using the website to help HR. Hiring talented people is a huge problem for everybody. So there's ways that your HR department can go onto the website and you know show the benefits of working at the company. Here's the jobs that we have open and available, and then you know, include that career application, but besides just a basic application, you know, there's so many tools available that you can create mini tests. You can have them answer these questions, you know, really test your skill set so that way it's providing a little bit of a buffer so HR is not going through hundreds of applications trying to find the right person. Um, yeah, that's one of the easiest ways to do it. I see that all the time. If everyone wants to go the old, here, apply for our job, and you can do so much of the brief work on the website so by the time you talk to someone you're talking to someone who's pretty qualified and excited to work with you too right 
Yeah, and you know, the technology, everybody has a cell phone, everybody can record a video. That's something that I think is also really helpful is like ask a question and just have them record themselves, you know, giving that answer. So that way you can see, you know, how do they react? What's their personality like? Everything. So it's almost like you're doing a screening without having to set up a screening time for them. Uh, yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, what's interesting is we are doing that right now for we're hiring some new, uh, you know, some consultants who obviously will have to be on video. And how many people are refusing to be on video? And I'm like, <laughs> you you want a work from home job, but you don't want to be on video. I'm like, there, there's something wrong here. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. <laughs> uh, but you know, cause I really like this idea too of keeping the hiring process on your website because you're also indoctrinating future employees, aren't you? Yeah, and you're you're getting them used to interacting with websites. You know, they're learning about your business, so it's not just like going to something like Indeed and you know you just blast your resume to whatever job is open, and you don't even read what it's about. You just go off of the title. Um, so yeah, it's a great way to get them more familiar with your organization too. Love it. So, um, Derek. So you know, obviously, there's a lot to do, a lot of potential things to do on a website and to improve your business and and you know the value of working with someone versus just checking the website box i think is huge like uh, like yourself how do you all go about you know discovering these things and deciding what to do next for someone on their website yeah and this has come over you know doing it for you know now i'm you know i'm gonna age myself but i'm an old man in the industry so i've been building websites for over 20 years so you know in that industry that's a long time so yeah we've gotten to really hone in on that process of these are the things that make a successful website these are the answers that we need so what we do is we actually spend a lot of time at the early stages in more of a discovery process of just going through you know what are your sales channels what is that experience like from customer that starts with like a a service rep all the way through like we're really trying to hone in and get a better understanding of all the things that they're doing so it's almost like we're being more of a business consultant at those early stages and just pulling all this information out so that way we can put together a much better strategic plan for the website too because um, that's one of the things too is a lot of you know other agencies I've seen it like they just jump right into a design. They don't even fully understand the customer or the content. So yeah, we're, we're nailing down the content. We're getting all that stuff done before we even consider going into design. It's so, so important. It's like people going and pouring a foundation without figuring out what rooms they're gonna have, right? It seems ridiculous, but I, it's, I see it all the time. It's like, oh, I just want a website. And so tell me about working with Idea. How do, who do you work with? And, and obviously, you know, we were talking about manufacturers, CPG. Tell me, we talked about some of your clients. Who do you work with and how does someone get in touch with you? Yeah, so we work with um, you know all types of businesses um, nationwide. We've got clients all over the world too. We've built resorts in Mexico, nonprofits in Australia. So, I mean, we've seen it all over the years, but yeah, our main focus is in the, the industrial manufacturing space and CPG. Um, so those are the types of clients that we really like to work with. And we've embraced this whole remote agency. So we used to have headquarters out in Chicago and decided that, you know, we're just as effective doing this remotely. So it's been nice. I've been able to bring talent from other areas. So we have a great marketing person down in Florida now that's part of our 
team and another one in Arizona and North Carolina. So like we're getting talent from all over, um, which is awesome because that allows us to compete with these really big agencies that have 100 plus employees. But at the core of what they do, they're, it's, you know, it's kind of broken just because there's so many people there. So by being small and nimble, we're able to deliver like the same type of things that we, um, you know, the big agencies can do for a lot of these really big brands. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think that's crucial. Like a team is important, but I think you get too big, you drown out the ideas. And and I was just thinking about that the other day. And that's when you get websites that are really, really generic because you've had 8,000 people looking at it. Yeah. And I'm like still passionate. So like, I love to be hands-on still. So like if we grew into a bigger company, I may not ever see or touch a project, but I think that's something too, that a lot of the big brands, when we jump on a call together, our whole team is on the call, including myself too. They're like, what are you doing on here? I was like, I'm helping out. Like, (laughs) this is what I'm passionate about. This is what I'm excited to work on. Um, So yeah, I think that's cool. So I, I couldn't agree more with you about, you know, keeping small nimble teams i agree and i think i mean otherwise you've got to have that balance of what's working but also standing out right and and that's it's it's a it's a balance awesome awesome well darren will put you know idea marketing will put a link in the show notes link to linkedin uh i really appreciate you being on the garlic market show it's always fun to talk to you uh you know if you all are looking for an, an incredible website design uh, something unique, and especially if you're in industrial manufacturing space, make sure to check out Darren and his team. Not only do they do good work, but they're great people. Uh, Darren, thanks so much for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure talking to you again. <laughs> and thank you all for taking Darren and I on your journey to spin on garlic and the garlic marketing show. Video, you know it'll make you an authority. You know it will get you more leads, better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? How do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work? The answer to all of this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show, including special access to several of my courses, including my case story course. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show. Whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself, Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook. Facebook.